Wow, Clara. Listeners, how you how do you guys feel? They probably freaking like it since they it's all they watch. <laughs> <laughs> um I have a hive growing on the side of my on my side. Can I show you? It is literally so Es un hive como un eczema. Brianda. Don't they have a solution for that? Like, can you? Wow, that's that looks like como una medusa de de pico. It happens all the time. Every time I move, it's all I see. Oh my god. Look, you can even see, look at it. Walk, walk more towards the phone. And now turn around. Look. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, you're actually showing your ass. For the show, I mean, we just condemned everyone. Well, <laughs> Selling I, ass. I don't know. They should know. This is a, I don't think that's any, that's like a bathing suit. I don't know. I didn't show much. Like, I, every time you're talking and every time I'm talking, when I get... These hives, the blood rushes towards them. And like it's burning. Even even when I'm not stressed, but when I'm like passionate, I feel the blood rushing. It hurts me so much. For those of you guys who don't know, I have uh, chronic uh, stress hives. I've had them since I was 14. That's like crazy. imagine being a performer where I would even I would have stress by just excitement of be performing. Mm. I would have to take Benadryl before. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that should make you sleepy. Yeah, so I was like high on stage. I could have taken Claritin, but it didn't work as as well as the Benadryl. Anywho, we're, we're having this conversation, and it's literally. By the way, I didn't have any hives on the Lexapro. No hives. I'm right But I also. But you couldn't wait. I they gained weight. It's like, give me the hives. Yeah. Give me the hives, babes. I want skinny Gain arms. Ways, no sexual attraction whatsoever. <laughs> no sex no drive. Pain, no which sexual. is actually fine. Which is now, <laughs> now it doesn't really matter, you know, but. Actually, come back actually to the makes it easier. <laughs> Maybe I should come back on the Lexapro. <laughs> Bro. Ooh. Hey, father. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. So, what are we talking about today? Ooh, okay. I was waiting for this day. Alrighty, call back later. You guys, this week we're gonna talk about obedience. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Bible <laughs> Stories with me, Brianda. Brianda. And of course, my road dog, my baby forever, my work wife, Ben. Ben. <laughs> ben. People are like, who's Ben? Like Lara NYC. Benna. 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 Benina. Benina. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who don't know what I'm referencing by Ben, uh, also Clara, hi, say hello to the people. Hi. I said it. Hello, 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 hello. Ben is uh, one of my favorite comics, Tim Dillon's like engineer, B Mike. Like he built the Tim Dillon show. The podcast with Ben. Mm -hmm. For me, in my eyes, Ben is an integral member of Tim, the Tim Dillon show. They go everywhere together. He's awesome. And I I say, say it again. And you you both are very hot. You both are <laughs> very attractive. Like a couple years ago, I caught myself like being like, well, okay, if I saw Ben, I didn't know he was in a relationship at the time, but I was like, if I saw Ben at a live show, I'd be like, Hello, Ben, how you doing? Are you Christian? <laughs> 
<laughs> he's fine. He's fine. Clara, what's your type? Like, uh, what do you think is fine? Because I just said like a white Midwestern guy, which is not typically my type. I mean, you don't want man. I think my man's fine. Your man is very attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, so you uh, like uh, the brown skin. Uh, you uh, just, uh, you like uh, very athletic. Uh, mm-hmm. este, I don't know why this accent has come up. <laughs> <laughs> this accent comes up when I'm like <laughs> trying to come up with stuff. <laughs> Cut that out! Cut that out! Um, no, your boyfriend is very attractive, very nice. What I, more than like physical. Clean, like, like, physically, um, visibly. Clean. Like clean, like, taking, taking care of, you know, fresh haircut, clean nails. You care about looking good, you know, like, good dressing, whatever, like, you dress nice. He really oh, does. I mean, it is superficial, We're but talking it's... talking about looks, yeah, so it has to sound like it. Hey, man, I think God wants us to present the best version of ourselves when we walk outside of our home. Mm-hmm. And also, our home should be a reflection of that. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, I, I think that God wants us to be someone who, like, I mean, don't, my nails aren't manicured right now, but your boyfriend's hands are definitely always more manicured than mine. <laughs> like, that's, like, what I'm saying. He's a very clean, put-together guy. I guess that's kind of... Cool. I like gross guys typically, like disgusting, rugged. Oh, you said that in the past, yeah. Like grunge. Grungy. I mean, but just because I want that doesn't mean that that's what God wants for me. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, but we're talking about like a type, like what physically, what calls you, basically, no? Mm -hmm. Look, it catches your eye. I feel like my. What's your eye candy? I, I, I definitely don't have a type for race. I don't care what it is. I guess if there was something that I'm like, like ding, it would be like a like Middle Eastern like tan skin, but I really don't care. Truly, as long as someone is can take a joke, is not easily offended. Obviously, Christian first before all of those things. In mm-hmm. kind, I, I mean for sure. I thought we were talking about just like eye candy, like just physical. To no, me, yeah, yeah. Other things that are crucial that you need to have besides looking clean and physical. And what are the things fit? that I? Oh, crap. Oh, a smile. I love yeah. teeth. I'm a teethy. Like I am, that's, really uh, that's something about your boyfriend that he has great teeth. Yes. I, mean. I always like, I'm just like, and I'm not even talking about the shape in the, where the, it's about like he takes care of his teeth. You know, yesterday, I think it was, I was thinking about, maybe that was me that I was wrong all this time. I thought good lips made a nice smile and I just realized it's teeth like you can have perfect lips but you have bad teeth and you smile but if you have eh, lips and perfect teeth and smile it's like wow mm-hmm. yes you're totally right oh my god wait hi Tangie we're gonna come back to this sorry about last week guys I had lipstick on my teeth oh. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to. Clara, my girl Clara has OCD. She was editing oh it. Could God. you imagine her? Her, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, I was literally editing like this. <laughs> you guys, we're trying here. We're still indie. I feel like those kinds of things just that. That's the difference. That was my mistake, though. I should have called that. Out. It's okay, man. It's it. fine. I think that it's 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 just where we're indie. Like shit, like that happens. That way natural. Okay. Yeah. That shit happens in real life. Yeah. Same way we fart, we have lipstick on our teeth. Oh, but I'm not going to lie to you. It was, 
it just really and my teeth are so white it was really like what have you in mind you couldn't no. have really told <laughs> that stop it clara like she said my nude lipstick <laughs> blends in with my teeth <laughs> no uh oh this is what i want to talk to you did you see that tweet that cardi b uh, po- uh reposted and it was about what women should get done bbls or teeth oh no and she said women should get their bbl done first to pay for the teeth yeah. In my head, I went, oh my gosh. You already know how I feel about veneers. Oh. I hate them. I don't like veneer culture. I don't like, I don't. And you already know how I feel about using that ass to get your teeth paid for. <laughs> Wait, are you going to use your ass to pay for your teeth? No. <laughs> I'm going to work my ass off. That's right. To pay for my teeth. That's right. Oh, I like that. Oh, that that's kind of like a a nice little discussion ahead of our conversation around obedience. Oh, wow. Okay. Look at the beauty of life. I know. How poetic. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the other day, like, wow, I have done so many things in order to be more obedient in the sight of the Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this in another way. Like, or I'm going to give it, I'm going to exemplify what I just said. I used to be a sugar baby. You already know this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's my other podcast, Super Trip Talk. Mm-hmm. I used to talk about it all the time. And I'll break it down my version of sugar baby because everyone has their own story with it. Um, this was a man who was a bar regular of mine who honestly... I've never seen a man believe in my like any my talents more than that man. Like it's it was really weird. And to find a sugar daddy that like wants to support your dreams and not want to I, I never I never like literally after I left that bar job because I I stopped working there. I stopped seeing him 2015. I haven't seen him since. Wow. And he still like he You always saw him at the bar? Like you didn't hang no, out after never. the bar? Yeah. Yeah. And then wow. after the bar I started a beauty blog. He paid for the cameras. He paid for like my editing equipment. Dude, normally sugar daddies don't want to pay for anything that will advance your career. They like if you say, "Oh, can you? Can I want hair extensions? I want to get shoes." They'll pay for all of it. But the second you're like, "Could you pay for a program that could help better my career, my future?" Mm. No, like it's normally that's how it goes. But I say all this to say, I as I was like, uh, obviously when I gave my life to Christ, I I would feel convicted anytime I would like receive money from him. And this, I'm talking about, this money was very helpful. I mean, it would help me pay a lot of bills and and it wasn't any, it wasn't something that like, oh, I'm using this to pay for luxuries. Mm-hmm. I'm using, I never, ever, like I always it, used to. It wasn't to do your teeth. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't at all, you bitch. No, yeah. but I, I, and and I'll be honest. I even still, even still, as a Christian, like especially the the first year, I would still receive and accept money, but I would feel convicted, and it didn't I mean, feel it is right. A process, I guess, when you start feeling conflicted to actually saying, okay, no, mm-hmm. it is a process. I, I I felt convicted to stop, and if you didn't ask for it and you didn't return it. I would feel so guilty. I'd feel like, oh, this isn't right. This isn't right. Even if I'm not giving my body, I know what I'm giving though. It doesn't matter. you're taking it like- Nothing in life is free. Exactly. Exactly. 100%. And that's, I don't know, like this is something that I feel 
I sound like an old woman, not because I don't think because my criteria is out of date, mm-hmm. but because I just like what's going on with this generation? It's like, it feels like it's the norm. And don't get me wrong, I'm a strong supporter of do what you gotta do to keep your boat afloat, right? So if you're, so I'll never like, like uh, knock down someone for doing something because you never, you're never on someone else's feet, right? But between surviving and having to do what you gotta do to keep your boat afloat and, oh, I choose to do this instead of working a career or just like instead of working or do something with with yourself there is where like i'm i don't feel like it's okay also Mm. it's part taking advantage of people unless it's transactional like unless it is oh then you're a prostitute Right. Like um, you can that's, call however you well, want. no, I think sugar baby is sex work. Sugar being a sugar baby is sex work, even if you're not selling sex with your body. I mean, uh, Wheezy's show is selling sex without having it. That's literally the premise of her show. Yeah, but that's not a prostitute. That's sex work, though. That's sex work, but it's not like it's different. Uh, sure. I, uh, yeah. We're talking, I mean, I'm trying to expand it. Prostitution is a form of sex work. Mm-hmm. But so is. Right. Having a podcast about sex. Yeah, I, th- I think educating so. Educating people about sex. Uh, uh, no, because I don't think Shan Boudram is a sex worker, but I think Wheezy and Caller Daddy is. Uh, Shan Boudram doesn't ever, she's not very... Um, okay, what's a sex worker? I think a sex worker is someone who sells sex and receives capital from selling said sex. That It's very simple. Now... Shan sales education. I don't think educate. I don't think sex education is sex work. Mm. Got it. I think when you talk about personal stories of your life, your storyteller, right, and you're you're, you're selling exploiting your experience those experience. Yeah, much. that is sex work. I saw, and I don't watch Call Her Daddy that much, but shout out to that girl. She's done what she's got to do. She's the top earner. I mean, look at that, and she's younger than me. She's is she? She's twenty six. Really. Yeah. Um, she, I, I saw one little excerpt of something on TikTok and it was about, she was retelling a story or recounting a story of her having sex in a car in so much detail. I had to stop. I don't even watch porn, but it was audio porn. If you sell audio porn, that is sex work. Fair enough. Right? Fair enough. Which I guess Horrible Decisions doesn't really do much of it now, but they start, their bread and butter was that. Of course, when you get older, that's why on the episode with Wheezy, I mentioned like, I, I, see, your, I see you venturing out of that, you know? Because I don't think that that is something that most women, I'm speaking for women, I'm only a woman, I can only speak from my experience, uh, I, uh, as they mature, want to continue doing. They'll do another subset of it. Like they, you just mature out of it. I think men too. I think that both both ways. Because like, yours i think it's it comes with the like you say it comes with age because when we're young we're all like <laughs> men yeah. are like he's like oh yeah i'm tapping this gun <laughs> you know yeah. but now as they mature as when they become older that they, they don't like they don't do this you know you know clara this all stemmed from obedience and when you said before 
well, if you're, if you, de if you depend on it, like if you need it, if it's life or death, you would say, there's nothing you can do. You have no other choice. Okay. But in my eye or not in my eyes, but what Still, my, I, I think that there's always choices like, but that's, that's me. And now that's no, 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 my that's, layer. Mm -hmm. I would clean a toilet before I would shake my ass for money. Clara, but that's me. Clara, listen, Clara, the Bible also tells us that if you decide to partake in those acts, you're not practicing faith. You don't have faith in God then. Because the person that does have faith would do anything else. You know, if it, if it, even, even if it means, even if it means a fraction of what you could make with ease. That's a thing. Okay, two things here. This is a tough t conversation. I know. Here's, here's the thing. Two things here. One, I get you refer to the Bible because that's your book text and, and, like your truth, your religion, your faith. That's one of the things where I agree on the morals of the Bible, but at the same time, the Bible also says that sex with the same sex, no, gender, is bad. And that, for example, is one of the things that I don't agree on the Bible. But I get that you refer to the Bible because that's your... It doesn't say bad. It says it's sinful. But it also says adultery is sinful. It also says so a, you shouldn't, a laundry list of things are, are sinful. And not one is better or greater than the other. Yeah, but like, to for me, sex with the same gender is like sinful is bad. Like, like to me, well, it's, no, it's the same Well, no, because if you're going to say what the sex. text says, say what the text says. It doesn't say okay, bad. Okay. Yeah, but like... To me, sex with the same gender is as valid as sex with the opposite gender. I, I think it's valid, too. It's, it's valid. Yeah, but sinful. Yes. I don't think it's I sinful. also think it's sinful. That's what I'm saying. Like, but I understand that because that's, that's where we draw the line between believer and non-believer. Because to me, I don't go by the Bible, right? So mm -hmm. when we're talking about um, partaking in one of these acts... And the Bible saying that this is like you're not practicing faith is one of the points where I agree with the 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 moral or the, the value mm -hmm. or the okay I, okay I'm picking up what you're putting but, down but not like not just because the Bible says it just because like it's one of the things that we agree on right you know what I mean no it's tough and or not tough the discussion is sensitive right because I just. I just admitted, or not even admitted, I'm, I understand what the Bible says. I ran past a past, a, a reverend who said that the Bible doesn't say that. It actually says that it was referring to, it just, I don't agree with this man, but he was saying that he, uh, the Bible was referring to same sex with little boys, little children. He was trying to break down the original Hebrew and it didn't say anything about same sex. It said something about, uh, what the, I'll play, let's play the video here. God calls homosexuality an abomination. God does love you, but he hates the sin. Read it. Where exactly does he say that? Leviticus, it's in there. Oh, Leviticus 18.22, you are aware that the original translation, if you were to translate it from the Hebrew, really says that mankind should not sleep with young boys. That's not what my Bible says. Because you're using an English translation, but in the Hebrew, that word means young boy. Furthermore, the Apostle Paul says that if we're going to follow any letter of the law, then we must follow all of the law. Well, I do that. All those pig feet, hog maw, and shrimp you be eating says otherwise. Well, that's not a... Oh, yes, it...
Actually, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself because there's not a single verse in the New Testament that talks about LGBT people in our relationships. Now, you're probably thinking, well, what about Romans chapter 1 and 1 Corinthians? Well, here's the thing. Both of those passages are talking about sex offered in worship to gods and goddesses. It's about idolatry and sexual exploitation. Romans chapter 1 literally says this. In Romans 1, it says, they exchanged the truth of God for a lie, worshipped created things instead of creator gods. They worshipped images of reptiles and four-footed animals. And then they were inflamed with lust for one another and exchanged natural relations with women for sex with men and women with women. The sex being offered is in context of idolatry. The same thing is true in 1 Corinthians. If you look, the word arsenokoitai and malakoi clearly refer to temple prostitution. And if you know anything about ancient Corinth, in the center of the city was a temple to the goddess of Aphrodite where people would go and offer sexual sacrifices to appease the goddess. That's what Paul is condemning in 1 Corinthians. That's what Paul is condemning in Romans chapter 1. Sorry, I had to interrupt the show. Look, are you tired of not knowing what stocks to invest in? Or even where to begin? Then join the Red Panda Stock Club, babes. Started by Ian Dunlap, or as we all know him as the Master Investor, or from his contributions every week with Earn Your Leisure. There are a lot of people talking about investing, but none of them have the track record that Ian has. The proof is in the pudding. He called to invest in Moderna at 43 in April of 2020, and now it's at 408, which is an 820% return. Once you join the Red Panda Stock Club, here's what you'll get. The four best stocks to invest in for long-term, the best entries on the planet, a year's worth of the best companies to invest in, the worst companies to stay away from, unlimited access to Red Panda for 365 days, and lastly, you also get a weekly meeting from Ian and the Red Panda family every Monday night at 9 p.m. Central, after Market Mondays. Baby, if you're tired of getting your behind kicked in the market, or simply want to learn where to begin with all the tools at your disposal, Red Panda is the place for you. Go to joinredpanda.com and enter the code BIBLE to get 50% off the next two weeks. It's easy as that, babes. Clara, grab the champagne. Back to the show. People call me a progressive Christian, which I am. I'm just, I'm not willing to lie about what the Bible says because I like to, like keeping, being consistent is just as important to me as bathing daily. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to lie or mold the Bible in order to present it to the masses. That would be hearsay. That would be false teaching. That would be, you know, so when I purpose of what you're doing by my conceding and saying, yes, the Bible tells us that, uh, adultery is sinful. Um, same, the act of same sex, uh, same sex sex. Same gender sex. Yes, is sinful. What's the other? Well, give me another one. Give me a you you. Give me another one. Uh, it, I don't know. There's. I, a, I um, read the Bible. You oh, yeah, but you're up. Damn it! Sometimes I wish you would. Because um, it, it's like almost like sometimes with some topics, it's like the blind leading the blind. But <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's a laundry list of them, and the first couple of years, like. That's hard to hear, right? Like, 
when you remove your own your own desires, your own self from the text, mm-hmm. it makes it a whole lot easier to read and get to the next page, mm-hmm. which is what we do in life is process this information. You know, I'm going through a really tough time with work right now. Process, get to the next day. It's almost like I'm trying to, we're trying to get to the next page mm-hmm. of the text mm-hmm. while not losing the core value of it. I don't, oh man, this is too tough. I did not know this is where the intro was going to go. Um, where it's did you tough. even get here? It's tough, but booty work. Well, sex. Booty work? Oh my God. <laughs> no. I, it's I, tough, but like, it also like, I'm, I'm going to say this, just one last thing I want to say about it. Yeah, is, like I'm not anti-gay. I'm not anti- I know you're not. I yeah. know you're not. Yeah. Uh, of course, I know you're not. But no, I, I was going back to the booty work. You say booty work? Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Take <laughs> like the booty, get the money, no? Oh boy. <laughs> you guys, Clara, everybody, round of applause for Clara. <laughs> okay, what, what? Um, there's a difference. There's people that are sharp and they know their way through business to like, and, and like use these waves to get where they want. So to me, for example, booty work. Party B used to be a stripper. Mm-hmm. She's a huge uh, empresaria right now, huge CEO and like artist, entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. She's a bit, she just came up with a whip, whipped cream. Yeah. Black China used to be a stripper. She sells pussy on on OnlyFans only right now. Right. To me, what Cardi B did is admirable. You you work your way. You had to do what you had to do at that time. <sighs> but you have a career. You have a dream. You're pursuing. Da, 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 da. That one's only chasing money at any cost. Oh, like, I don't agree with that at all. Oh, keep going. No, you finish. You finish. I know. I'm just saying, like, you're only actually just chasing the money at any cost. And to me, I don't know, like, to me, that, like, Clara. that draws the line. Cardi B, though, yes, I don't agree with, well, I don't know. At the same time, I don't know what situation both of them were when they would, like, start, like, being strippers, right? But, like... She's not like she's not doing it just to chase money blindly. Mm, okay. Of course, everyone, whoever says they're not after getting paid, is lying because nowadays you can't survive without money. But okay, you're okay. Let me go because I'm about to blow my lid. I and I say I can say this as an ex sex worker. I can say this. I have a voice in it. I have I have skin in this. You know mm-hmm. I can say this. Go ahead. And with all due respect, you're the you're, you're the outsider. You're the outsider giving this a very mm-hmm. pointed opinion, which I, I'm here for uh, to listen to, not mm-hmm. to agree with. I don't think that there's a difference between Miss Cardi B and Miss Black China. The difference is uh, Cardi B makes way more. It's they're the same thing. It's the same thing. One is more successful and has more notoriety and more accolades than the other. But it's the same thing. Cardi B sells sex to this day. There's sex in her music. She's a sex worker still. It yeah, got right. her there and she still is. She just got a job at Playboy. It's literally her brand. All right. So maybe that's my line. Maybe my line is selling your body for money. Selling your physical body. Yeah. Or in pictures, like the other one's taking pictures. Of it's like, it's a bit it prejudice. There. It could be, yeah. I'm not saying it's not. It could be. But hmm. I, I'm not saying, but again, I'm not judging you. I'm, say, I'm just saying this is where my line no, is. No, you are judging. Yeah, we all do it. We all do yeah, it. Yeah, but like, that's what my line. So this is like, for me, 
that's too much. Or like, that's like, you know, like boundary mm, for you. Yeah. But if you were doing this today, I wouldn't knock you down because of that. Because you do you, you know what I mean? But to me, I could never cross that line. How could you think, just to entertain me, because you come from the same school of thought where consistency is matters mm -hmm. in people. You, that's why I always say that you have a lot of very Christian likeness, like stuff. So, sometimes it's more Christian than some Christians is what I always say to you. Mm -hmm. uh, how would you feel if I sat on this couch calling myself a Christian and you knew that I was a sex worker or that I had sex for money? How would you feel? That's your life. How would you, well, how would your perception, what well, we're talking about, we're oh, talking about I judgments. Just, I would just or, think that you're a hypocrite. A hypocrite. Oh, a hypocrite. okay. That's because you're preaching something and not acting accordingly. I would just think you're a, a hypocrite. But the way you make your bread, I'm nobody, you're not so Nadia to tell you how you have to live your life or make your money. I would, as a friend, give you my point of view and say, you could find another job, you know, like, but hey, if that's making you happy and that's no, like, that would, no. I know, but like, <laughs> okay, that's another thing. I see it from my point of view, like I see it with my glasses on, right? So that's something that would make me unhappy because I would be in conflict because like, that's a boundary I could never cross. Like I said before, I would clean toilets before I would sell my body, right? And don't get me wrong, I'm all about like embracing, you know, like sex and all of that. But like, you're okay. Yeah, yeah, keep going. I'm sorry, I cut you but off. But that's a boundary of mine. Like, I could never cross that line. Huh. However, if you don't have any issues, like if that doesn't cause any internal... Como que, 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 an an internal conflict. Yeah, internal conflict. I don't agree with it, but that's your life. You know what I don't? I don't need to agree with it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that that theor that theoretical was just to entertain the yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah. And we, I, I, uh, by the way, I think uh, we're all a little hypocritical. I'm, I'm slowly realizing that oh, of the older I get, we are all hypocrites. And we all like to call it out when we are hypocrites ourselves. Like, look at your own life, which is funny. Next week, our episode's going to be uh, Jonah. And uh, oh, I can't wait to talk about it because that book literally is about a rebellious prophet, a bad prophet who uh, puts the mirror back at us to look at our own flaws always. It's like, oh, you should read that book. Jonah and the Whale, you know, everyone knows that, okay, you don't know it. It's gonna be a fun one. I think that we are all prone to some kind of hypocrisy. Where do you see the hypocrisy in here on what I said? Uh, I see it in your support of your vocal support of sexuality, but then you draw the line at this weird, vague Clara line, which is again, we all have them. And I guess I said weird. Let me take that back. I don't even no, think no, it's, it's weird. Fine, it's fine. No, no, no but I literally don't even think it's weird. Oh, you you draw the line at this imaginary Clara line, and that's what I find to be a bit a bit hypocritical, considering the other things that you support. Uh, um, um, and I'm not even that married on it. I have to think about it more. I'm on the spot right I now. I guess, I guess. I'm a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. No, hypocrite no, no. You, 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 you may not be wrong, but when it comes to my 
mine in response to that is um Mm. Fuck it, just left. Our mind. Okay, you said minds. I wrote a song called "Minds." Mind is dangerous, and there's one. What's the line? Uh, Our mind is dangerous, and I think that this is one of this is one of the ways. And I think this is where it lies, because then there are people making laws that have these blind spots too. Mm and they're not consistent, and they better one group while keeping another group down. It's like... Oh, no, no it came, it came. Sorry, okay, it on. came back. So, I don't think it's... Maybe I'm wrong, I don't know, but I don't think it's a hypocrite because I still stand for the freedom of sexuality and, and not allowing or not allowing things to happen. When I say what I said, I'm not uh, condemning that people that do it should stop doing it and this should not exist. I'm just saying I don't agree with it. I, it's outside my, my boundaries and I, it's not something that I would recommend a friend of mine to do, but mm. that's my point of view. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm nobody to tell anybody mm -hmm. how they should live their life. I do have a right on, to an opinion, and that's mm -hmm. my opinion. Mm -hmm. The same way I would um, give advice to my friend on not to cheat on their husband or not to cheat on their partner because that's not something that I'm okay with and that's something that it's completely outside my boundaries. It's not something that sits well with me. Mm -hmm. However, if you decided to cheat on your husband, I wouldn't stop being your friend. I wouldn't, you know, like, condemn people oh let's kill everyone that, that's cheating on you wouldn't on. condemn your friend if she was cheating on her husband or i would partner? tell her i would tell her she's wrong i would tell her i don't support it i would tell her my point of view yeah. but i wouldn't stop being your friend you, you like to mm. me you're still as valid as a person as you were before you're just doing something that in my it eyes it, it's wrong it would make me look at them different you never i mean it would make me look at them different I, not not um, in a like a sorry we're bouncing from topic to topic but it would it would definitely like to know that my friend is being deceptive. What kind of pain is she going through? What's going on? You know that's not okay. I would like, but that's I, why you would advise her against it. Yeah, but you wouldn't stop being someone's friend because of that. Like, thankfully, I haven't had to deal with sort of. So I actually recently had to sort of deal with that a little bit and I'm still I'm like I don't know I don't know it feels weird if, if, it, if it's continued it feels weird if it's not continued oh my god that's like any other mistake that's a one and done it's a different there's a difference between your habit whatever your habit is is indicative of your character and oh, yeah. I don't know if my friends if I have friends with that kind of character Oh, that's another that's yeah. another layer. Yeah. So now you discovered another face of, of that person. Now you have to decide if that's big enough for you to let that person go or not. You know how many people, and that's funny that, wow, that's funny that we come to this point because mm -hmm. I was just thinking about this earlier. I've had so many close friendships in the past that I don't even talk to anymore. And it's always been because of that. I'm a very extremist person, okay? I'm, I'm black or white. That's it. And if I see something that I don't like, you're out. That's it. There's no way back. Every single one of my 
past best friends. Something happened at some point in life, ooh, where I saw the real you or a new face of, of that I didn't like. Not because of a mistake. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not stupid. I, I allow mistakes, of course. Like, we're human, right? But something that tells me your true colors, and that's something that I don't fuck with. Like, that's something that is showing, right? So let's say I don't, I don't like the same way I don't like um, adultery or um, mm -hmm. I draw the line where I draw mm -hmm. it. I don't like stealing, for example. So if I see that you... Another sin. There you go. If I see that you as my friend one day leave the store because you didn't realize that's bad. like that's a mistake i get it but if i see that you as my friend you constantly go to that store to that person da, 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 you start studying i don't want to be your friend anymore because mm. you're not the type of person that i like or that i want around me you know what i mean so that's another layer you have to put in balance how important is that for you to 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 keep that person in your life or not Mm -hmm. like to me adultery is something that I don't support I'm completely against I will never do I've never done I'll never do but if my friend was doing it I would say you're wrong this well you'd say you're wrong no because I'm thinking yeah if say I you're was wrong all, no 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 yes that for sure but then <laughs> I was gonna say but then if I'm also friends with the person you're cheating on now I have conflict of interest so maybe At some point, if that was continued, at some point we'd probably have to drop the relationship. But that, that's a very specific case. I don't know. Yeah, Ooh, I'm really, I feel like I no, no, no. Listen, we we really this is this is uh, whew, this is. I was gonna go somewhere else, and I said, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't. Yeah, we've got a lot. I'm trying to. I think we've pissed off at least four groups. That's four <laughs> minutes of recording. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that intro. Let's dive into this week's story. It'll be short. It'll be sweet. I hope you enjoy it. It's going to be on obedience. Let's go. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know that they wait. Hi, Tangie. There, are we going to get to this episode? Maybe we shouldn't do the episode. <laughs> hi, hi, Tangie. Wait, hi, Tangie. There is this TikToker who does audio for movies. Like, she does, like, weird stuff, like, crunch. Or, like, cuando camina, when they walk on stuff. Oh, she'll be, she's, I love that. Baby. She's the one that walks. Y tiene un cuerpazo. So when she's doing the TikToks, I'm like, diablo. Like, que mujerona. Like, we're doing, that's why we're watching. That's why we're watching, girl. Uh, but there is this thing. She also does the sounds to, like, the kissing, the Mm. Oh, and they're like con la lengua and everything. But like doing it. And in my head, I was like, that would be the perfect job for me. I've been alone so so long. Maybe I should just make out with my hand, like <gasps> when we were teenagers. Now let's get into this week's episode. Like I said before, we're keeping it short. We're gonna focus on 2 Kings chapter 14, and I'm gonna sprinkle in a little bit of 2 Chronicles chapter 25 just to uh, provide supplementary information from the text. Uh, here's our review ahead of what we're about to discuss. We already know that from last week's episode that King Joash, remember the seven-year-old king? He was killed by the people. Actually, he was killed by his servants because he killed Zechariah. Zechariah was the son of Jehoiada, Remember the priest that helped raise Joash? Terrible thing to do. So his servants obviously weren't about that, and they ended up killing Joash. 
after Joash was killed, his son, Amaziah, took place. I know these names, guys. Grab your notepads, grab your pens, grab your snacks, okay? Because it's going to get even more confusing when I tell you who was the king in the northern kingdom of Israel. The name was Joash also. But, 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 in order to distinguish, we're going to use the uh, pronunciation that's closest to Hebrew per the uh, spelling, Clara, here. We're going to call the king of Israel, not the Joash that died in the south, the king of Israel, we're going to call him Joahash, just to make it a little different. Does that make sense? Joahash? Mm-hmm. Cool? Cool. Uh, another thing to note for today's episode is that the Edomites are still beefing with the southern kingdom of Judah. That is something that is a tale as old as time. The Edomites in Judah have been beefing for forever, and that's still evident. Capiche? Capiche. Now, let's get into the story. So, 2 Kings chapter 14 starts with uh, Amaziah doing really well, actually. He did okay, generally, much like a lot of the kings when they start out. They do okay. Even though Joash, his father, ended up being horrible, he actually picked up the baton and did okay, uh, the first order of business, though, was to avenge the people that killed his father. Because technically, you're not supposed to kill a king. Like, they, they even though they did, I'm sure a Bible reader would be like, yeah, yeah, kill him, because he killed, Jeho- uh, he got Jehoiada killed, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but technically, it's still, uh, you're breaking a major law by killing a Davidic son. One of King David's you know, even though yeah. King David's are generations before, but I'm scratching my 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 head now because I don't remember. Was the first king appointed by God? Yes. So, because I remember, like, I, I love all these like kings and queens, like old time shows, and they always claim that the the and in history also, like kings always used to say that they were appointed by God, like that that God wanted them to be um, kings. And I was I wasn't remembering now if I was mixing history with Bible or not. Or like okay, never mind. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> more specifically, a prophet is the person who is to like anoint them mm. properly. But for Abrahamic religions, it's understood that, uh, or let me be specific for uh, in Judaism and Christianity. A king is a a valid king comes from is a direct descendant from King David, who was a direct descendant of Abraham. That's why they're called Abrahamic religions. Okay. Uh, uh, Islam is an Abrahamic religion as well. Mm. These characters are the same in the Holy Bible and the Quran. Mm. Um, where was I? But yeah, 2 Kings chapter 14, we see Amaziah uh, basically correcting what was done. Keeping up the law is really what he's doing. And he kills the servants that killed his father, Joash. But unlike other kings in the past, he does not kill the family of the servants. Because normally that would be the next order of business. In order to uh, prevent future generations from killing them, for killing their family, they just kill them all. 
But here he said, no, the 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 faults of their fathers and grandfathers are not going to be it, it ends with them. You know, they're not going to kill the the next generation. I like that. Which is kind of cool because we've seen God not do that. <laughs> but but here's the difference. They're not God. And God is always just. Like we understand that God is there's only one all-knowing sovereign power and that is God. So God can do it. If anyone's going to do it, it's going to be God. It's not going to be man. Mm-hmm. Because how how are you going to be able to manejare so to drive that to like how are you going to be able to to be like I'm going to do it with this one and not this one Yeah, I'm sorry, we're sinners. We're not that uh, powerful, if you will. You know what I mean? Okay. Or at least that's what my text shows me and proves to me. And that's my text, and I'm a I'm a stand beside him. I'm a stand beside him. Hello, friend in the UK who asked me to be more myself on an episode. What you're watching right now, guys, is and uh, this is an outfit of what I would wear, what I did wear today. <laughs> not the not Mine the hair, the wig, yeah, yeah, but the beanie and the this mm-hmm. is that's, yeah, that's how you show up when we have meetings and we just like hang out. This is me. This is real. This is me. Do you know that song? No. I'm exactly where High School Musical. <clears throat> Clara's an immigrant. <laughs> Every time I'm around you, I'm like, like, wow, I really, you are my baby. Like my mom, I think being raised by two immigrants, which is different because you're, you're an immigrant, but you're so young. I'm the immigrant, yeah. No, I know. But I have such a, like a, my heart really calls to immigrants. I don't know why. Yeah, That's why on. sometimes when we talk and I say something, I'm like, my mom may not know what this is. I'm going to also tack it. Oh, I love when you do that. Especially on WhatsApp. You keep sending me these like screenshots of Google Translator and like yeah. meaning of stuff. Because you know that's the next step that I'm going to do. When you say certain words, I'm like, what the fuck? And then I see the the definition. I'm like, ah. Yeah. And also, why not make it easier? Like, And I always want, I, I don't do it sometimes because I don't want to be like, I don't want to overstep. But if I know this is a word that even most Americans don't imagine. understand imagine you it. it comes from that not mm-hmm. from like me thinking you definitely don't know it's because i know that americans don't oh. know what air on the side of caution means or uh what's an what's an uh whatever you know what i'm saying yeah now there's a text that supports this notion that even though amaziah did deeds that were okay not bad not good neutral the text in 2 Chronicles chapter 25 tells us that he was not a wholehearted man. Mm. So that may that may be the origins of they always fall. They always fall, you know? Uh, let's go into the, the text for more context. 2 Chronicles chapter 25 verse 2. Uh Prophet Ezra says, he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, but not wholeheartedly. They always fall because Amaziah ended up leaving the high places of worship for other gods. He leaves him up. And that's just, it always, um, you know, Tara Lee Cobble at the Bible Project, uh, the Bible recap, pardon, she said something in her if, evaluation of this text where she said, worshiping other gods or keeping the like high places for other gods up is like losing the last five pounds, she mm-hmm. says. 
It is so great because that really is it. It always is like that last little bit that you just can't remove. Why? What is it about it that has those grasps on our hearts? That's a difference. Remember what I was saying, the difference between God and people? Yeah. That's, a, that's a difference. It's like a little spot on our heart that, como que no se quita. Like you're trying to take it off. You're trying to Febreze it. Febreze. You're trying to, <laughs> and Febreze it, your heart smells. <laughs> or you're trying to just like Windex that little spot in your heart. And it's like, it could only be cleaned by Jesus Christ. But what I wanted to say was, uh, she does comedy, guys. She's just making <laughs> jokes here. She's just making jokes. Wow, this really is a crapshoot of an episode. <laughs> Not the word of God. Don't, please don't take my irreverence for anything other Our than. performance. Yes, this is just, you know. So back into the story. Amaziah leaves the high places up, and the next, the next boo-boo that he does is he hires Israelites in the north, an army of them. He buys them, Clara, in order to help beef up his army in Judah to fight the Edomites. Wow. Now, I don't know if y'all remember from this episode or this episode, but generally speaking, the north is evil. The South is more decent. Remember, we, we came up with that thing. Even though they all fall, they're mm -hmm. a little more decent. Mm -hmm. And of the David line in the South and Judah. The fact that Amaziah even thought to do that was like so abysmal. Uh, he ended up paying, Clara. I he hired 100,000 soldiers to fight with him. And uh, again, the Bible recap, she said that it was the equivalent of like 1.5 million US dollars, which at that time was Even more. a gajillion yeah. dollars. The fact that Amaziah did this. So then a prophet comes up to Amaziah and is like, don't do this. They are evil. In fact, let's get exactly what he says. Let's dive into the text for a little bit more context as to what the prophet told Amaziah. We're going to go to 2 Chronicles chapter 25, verses 7 to 8. But a man of God came to him, Amaziah, and said, Your majesty, these troops from Israel must not march with you, for the Lord is not with Israel, not with any of the people of Ephraim. Even if you go and fight courageously in battle, God will overthrow you before the enemy. For God has the power to help or to overthrow. Mm. That's, that's, and here we are, we're talking about obedience, right? Mm -hmm. God has the power to help or overthrow. Well, what follows is that Amaziah becomes a bit uh, fearful when the prophet says that. And he says, okay, fine, I take it back. We're not going to fight with uh, the Israelites. Uh, they, they're not going to... He, he sent he them back. Them. Yeah. And Judah and Edom ended up fighting alone. Mm -hmm. Even though Edom was super strong and far outnumbered Judah, the Lord gave Judah a victory. Now, there's always a con. It's kind of like the, the, the concept of duality. 
good and bad, light, dark, uh, chaos, order. Mm. It's like a, it's like a core principle in theology. Like if something happens here, something bad happens. Some, if, something, if someone loses, for example, Judah wins here, Edom loses. Yeah. At this point, the Israelites that were called off, sent home, they're pissed. They're mad. They had their time wasted. Their you know, army. <laughs> yeah, we asked for time off for this, mm. and they end up going to Jude to Jerusalem and pillaging the neighborhood. I mean, they ended up killing like three thousand Judeans. The Israelites ended up doing that. So now, Amaziah is short one point five million U.S. dollars. <laughs> uh, but 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 here's the thing: he did win that victory against the Edomites. So it's like, what's the cost of obedience? Ah. The price of obedience is costly, but so is the cost of disobedience. The cost of obedience costed Amaziah and Judah 3,000 people. But I can tell you something right now. The cost of disobedience would have probably cost him 300,000 people. You know? It's just a, it's just a, and like I was saying before in the intro with, you know, when I stopped accepting money from being a sugar baby, like the, what's the cost? Well, I don't get to have my luxuries. I don't get to get my nails done all the time and like the way I want and I don't live as comfortably as I want. Yep, that's the cost of obedience. Welcome, welcome to the club. It's not always uh, what you gain in spirit far outweighs what you see externally, period. Um. Not to mention, I've said it before, but once you compromise your your morals and your values, even if you don't see it immediately, that's gonna that something's gonna chip. Something's gonna have to be sacrificed, and it's gonna it's gonna happen whether you see it or not, whether you choose to see it or not. Now, after that huge win with the Edomites, Amaziah is so cocky. I mean. So cocky. It's almost like it's it feels like a, a rookie winning the Super Bowl. Like he is just so elated. And the fact that he did it with a smaller army, I mean, it's on him. He we know that the Lord did this. He ends up doing some backward stuff. Like he ends up worshiping other gods after that win. Like that's how lost this guy was. And the second act of pride is that Amaziah ends up writing a letter to um, Fulano de Tal, eh, Joahash in the north. And he ends up writing him saying, hey, we should meet face to face. Let's, uh, I think it'd be nice. I think it's about time, you know, because he's cocky now. I think it's about time we meet face to face. Your people ended up messing up my stuff. Blah, 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 blah. And of course, he sees this like you want to fight. And I mean, I would too, if I was a king and I saw another king say, let's meet, let's square up. Automatically, I'm going to take my earrings off. I think you're, you want to fight. So guess what happens? Uh, Joahash ends up being like, oh, you want a war? Let's do a war. And here's the thing. The Israelites are so much bigger oh, than the Judah God. army. So they, and, and guess what? They end up whooping their behinds. I'm talking about like, it was such, I'm talking about a sweep. And not only that, they end up imprisoning Amaziah. They take him, they hold him captive. 
Oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, up in the north. And I mean, eventually, I'm going to speed up the story, but eventually Amaziah ends up escaping. But then they find him again. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a little cockroach that won't ever die. <laughs> and that, but then they end, up, they end up killing him. They end up kill, they end up killing him after he uh, uh, escaped captivity and was later found and then killed. And uh, his son, so now Amaziah is dead. And the next king in Judah is his son, Azariah. Yes, I know the names. The names are a bit confusing, but if you supplement Bible stories with Brianda with reading, it's a little easier to understand. Hopping back into 2 Kings chapter 14, we have Amaziah is dead. His son Azariah takes over in the south. But in the north, Joash dies. And his son that takes over is named Jeroboam. Does that sound familiar? Yes. yes. This is actually the second Jeroboam in history. We called him JJ, remember? Mm-hmm. Remember from this episode? Uh, from Remember the, the divided kingdom? JJ? Uh, we call, Did we call him JJ? Yeah, I think we did. JJ, yeah. It was Ray Ray yeah. and JJ. Yeah. Uh, anywho, this isn't that JJ, obviously, this is generations later, but he's known in the Bible as JJ the second. Okay. JJ the second was Joe Hash's son up in the North. And uh, of course he's an evil King in Israel. He's evil. We already know this, but despite him being evil, JJ the second did a lot that actually favored the Lord's plans. Mm-hmm. Evil people sometimes don't know that the Lord, I said this before and I'll say it again, nothing can divert the God's plans. If you do something, you seize it, bloop, 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 recalibration. Oh, kind of like a GPS. When you recalibrate, if you mm. take the wrong turn and it automatically gets you another one. That's a good one. Imagine that, that's mm-hmm. what's happening here. And, um, uh, oh, it's so cool because in uh, in towards the end of Second uh, Kings and a little bit in Second Chronicles chapter twenty five, it discusses the this big restoration of Israel. Everyone knows what this is. JJ the second was known for the era in time where spiritually they were really corrupt, ir- irredeemably. But there was this big restoration. Let's hop into some scripture to hear more about this. Second Kings chapter fourteen verse twenty five. In the 15th year of Amaziah, the son of Joash, king of Judah, Jeroboam, JJ the second, the son of Joash, king of Israel, began to reign in Samaria, the capital of Israel. And he reigned 41 years, and he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart from all the sins of JJ, the son of Nebat, the first one, uh, which he made Israel to sin. He restored the border of Israel from Lebo Hamath as far as the Sea of the Arabah, according to the word of the Lord, the God of Israel, which he spoke to his servant Jonah, the son of Amittai, the prophet who was from Gath Hefer. For the Lord saw that the affliction of Israel was very bitter, for there was none left, bond or free, and there was none to help Israel. But the Lord had not said that he would not blot out the name of Israel from heaven. So he saved them by the hand of JJ, the son of Joash. Al final, what the Lord is saying here, or what the prophet is saying here, prophet Jeremiah, is that 
The prophecy says that the Lord was going to restore Israel and he was going to destroy the evil kings, but that did not mean he was going to destroy the people of Israel. It's kind of like that same thing that Amaziah at the top did, mm -hmm. said, like that kind of act of not punishing the group, mm -hmm. which again, any example of that that I see in the Old Testament by the Lord is like, ha, see, the Lord isn't always... It, at the extremes, <laughs> you know? So uh, I, I'm going to, we're finalizing the episode on that button. You saw me say a name, Jonah. Jonah was a prophet that actually was one of the prophets that was at the right hand of JJ. Mm. J, there were two, listen, right now I'm thinking of two prophets off the top of my dome right now that consulted with JJ the second. One was Jonah and the other was Amos. Now, Jonah being the little rebellious prophet that he was, which we'll get into next week. Stay tuned, babes. He tells JJ, you are doing everything so well. The Lord has favor in you. He told me himself. <gasps> Lying. Chisme. <laughs> like, I like chisme, but I like chisme when it's right, you know? <laughs> and then Amos says, no, what he's saying is wrong. It's, he's at, what? No, he's saying the opposite of what's actually occurring. The Lord has zero favor for you. This is not it. Don't take this restoration as anything about favor for you. You're about to die. So, don't, you know, <laughs> so uh, I'll leave you guys with that. That was a little sneak peek. But the rest of the story will happen in next week's episode with Prophet Jonah. That'll be fun, I think. And uh, yeah, uh, I know this episode was a little short on the... Bible story, but we're just playing with things, playing with formats here. That's what everyone, that's what podcasters do. Like, and the first 100 episodes of any podcaster is experimenting. So. <laughs> exactly. Wait, translate what you said, because some people don't speak Spanish. Um, I don't know. Our tongue, I don't know how to translate it. Slipped. Our tongues slipped. We had a lot of slip ups. We're calling this show a crapshoot episode. Look. Is that a, is that a Spanish thing? You don't you don't like when you talk too much. You don't say that. You no. don't do that. We don't do this. No. Oh, girl, it's like you know, like the old lady cuando hay chisme. Oh, I, I don't know. Se coge el bolso, like cuenta cuenta. Oh, I, no, that's a span. That has to be a Spanish oh, thing. Because so, it's like I guess I'm doing this, but it's get it's like this, but the fast version is like ah. Like, oh yeah, we talked a lot today. We talked a lot, and you know, I don't really say much. I'm in my. In my house with my cat, reading the Bible and contemplating life. Wow. I'm going to take you out. Clara! I mean, it's a little cold. Let's wait until next week. <laughs> it's like 16 <laughs> degrees, I know. Anyways, let's get into moral of the story. Let's go. Uh, moral of the story is, grown people going to do grown people things. And that includes making decisions today that dictate how our future and the future of our families will be. Could you imagine that kind of responsibility? And it's not my place, nor any of our places, to force decisions on people. We can only try and be wholeheartedly kind in our own lives and hope it rubs off on those around us. I mean, we, we could help point people in a purposeful direction, but like I said, at the end of the day, grown people gonna make grown decisions. And I have a hunch that the Lord is in on it. I mean, look what happened today. 
In 2 Chronicles chapter 25, when the man of God confronted Amaziah for hiring Israelites to fight against the Edomites, he said, These troops from Israel must not march with you, for the Lord is not with Israel. Even if you go and fight courageously in battle, God will overthrow you before the enemy, for God has the power to help or to overthrow. Yeah, that's bone-chilling stuff, guys. <laughs> well, look who it is. <sighs> hey, Father. Yeah, that last line really just sends chills down my spine. So yeah, about my hives. What are we going to do about them, God? God, please help me. Please heal me. They hurt. I just showed my butt for the internet. I'm probably going to regret that 20 years from now, Father. Mm -hmm.